host Erica Johnson, aka Filtered Specs. <sighs> Y'all, I'm super, super, super excited once again for you all tuning into this week's episode. I do apologize if my voice sounds kind of uh, like a little bit somber just because this morning I had to take a placement exam for my school just to see if I would test into this certain math course I have to take just because it's an institutional requirement and as a transfer student that is kind of some not so much like the the cons but just one of the things you have to be aware about is like taking certain tests to go to certain classes so I had to take that test I literally missed it by like um how many points are like maybe like fuck like 14 points so now I just have to like retake that test but I mean you know what it's gonna be okay I'm gonna schedule to retake the test in two weeks because you only get one more time you only get one more chance to um see if you can place for it so that is a little um not a little I'll be honest it's a little frightening because I'm like fuck like I mean I was this close at this time without really doing the most but you know it's it's gonna be okay I'm just gonna study take my time and I'm just gonna claim that I'll be able to take the necessary um class that I need so that way I can get all my institutional requirements out the way this semester and next semester so that way I can really dive into my psych courses for those of you who don't know I am a um upcoming junior and I am a psychology student uh I don't really know if I want to say my university that I'm going to be going to only because I don't know who's tuning in and you know I just want to keep myself like protected and everything of that nature but if you follow me on like certain like social media platforms you probably already know where I go but still uh yeah but anyway um like I said welcome back to the third week of head rips and headaches I'm super excited for you all to tune in if you tuned in last week I started off the show with a segment called mindful moment so essentially this is the time where I just take like a few seconds or even a minute to just like recalibrate reset myself and just get into the episode so Normally, I will do like a breathing exercise or possibly like a stretch, kind of something just to get me present in this moment because I am a very anxious person. So sometimes I just ramble and I talk all over the place and nothing's really organized. So this just helps me stay present, stay in the moment and just be (laughs) aware of what's going on. So I'm actually going to start by just doing a stretch i'm just reaching my hands up to the sky and reaching back just reaching back getting loose you all can join me if you want i'd highly recommend get your limbs loose once again if you are multitasking just be aware of your surroundings and other people don't do this while you're driving we want to keep you all safe because that is not cute i'm just gonna roll my head around so i'm gonna start by rolling around in a clockwise motion da, 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 da. all right and counterclockwise boom all right i'm gonna kind of like loosen up my shoulders a bit i'm gonna do uh three shoulder rolls i guess to the back (laughs) one two three three shoulder rolls to the front one two Three, I'm going to shake my hands out, get loose, get loose, get loose. Oh, all right. I think I'm, I think I'm here. I think I'm going to take a, like a breath in, like breathing in and out for about like a couple of seconds so I can really be here. So like I said, you're more than welcome to join me in this mindful moment just so that way we can all just be present. Uh, so I'm going to start by breathing in. And breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. Big breath. 
that. Alright, cool. Wow, that shit actually works. I should actually start doing that. <laughs> but yes, I am here. Um, I am here. I'm queer. I'm ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's get started. So, like I said, last week, if you tuned in, I had a segment called Nor News. Well, I highlight amazing dope-ass black people who are just doing some positive-ass shit. Um, this week, I actually don't really have a nor news, like, anybody in particular. I'm going to pretty much, like, highlight, like, an event. So recently, over this past weekend, I just came home from New York. I attended this natural hair festival called Curl Fest. So it is an annual natural hair festival that is held in New York City. This time it's held in like Manhattan specifically for on Randall's Island. Uh, every year they have this natural hair festival where they have like vendors, food, and like different activities that just highlight like natural hair or just like dope ass shit that like uh, black women have just been putting on. So, you know, I attended this event this weekend and it was a little unconventional, at least for me personally. Like when I went there, you know, I tried to snag some free samples and try to check out some vendors and everybody's like really cool. Um, but there was just like a lot of lines. It was like a lot of lines. It was a little disorganized in regards to like checking things in. But like I said, I don't want to, well, not like I said, I don't want to kind of like dive in too much of that because I do want to keep this like positive. If you check out Curlfest, like sometimes like in the in the comments, there's a lot of people who had a lot to say about the event and I don't want to keep harping on that stream. But the question is, will I attend next year? Probably. Um, I definitely will get VIP so I can just bust through those lines because I've noticed, especially in New York, if you have a VIP ticket, it's gonna help you tremendously. It's worth paying the extra 20 to sometimes up to 100 bucks just to make sure you have a spot because it is a lot navigating with crowds but like a New York City crowd is like unmatched like I'm telling y'all right now like navigating through New York City is something that I do not play with I'm just like all right let me get the fuck out of the way so that way um I can get to my next spot so yeah, it was a really interesting event. Uh, they had like great music there, nice energy. The only thing that happened to me during the event, which kind of sucks, is I passed out from heat exhaustion. So <laughs> great. I love that for me, right? So your girl just passes smooth the fuck out. And tell me why I pass out as I'm in line to get water. So as a reminder, it's hot out here. So drink your water, you know, moisturize your knees the back of your ankles you know mind your business and do all those great things or you'll end up like me who passes the fuck out at a natural hair festival but i just actually you know what i just i just remembered i actually want to shout out the amazing nurse but her name was Brittany. turns out i passed out in front of like two nurses and like four other girls who were just like really helpful like I fucking love black women because when one of us is down like there's the other ones like oh come on come on like they were just amazing I remember like Brittany she was like checking my pulse she was like oh she's good she's responsive so I don't have her I don't know her personally I just caught her first name um Brittany if you're listening to this which you're probably not I just want to say thank you so much for like helping me out because your girl was like out and I just really appreciate you you were amazing as well as the other five, six ladies that were helping me out, like Black Girls Rock. Oh my God, what the fuck? I'm talking on my podcast. Can you not? Thanks. <laughs> Rude. But yes, thank you so much, Brittany. I really appreciate you, girl. I wish you nothing but the best. Um, and if I ever see you again, hopefully we'll come in contact again because you are a bomb ass nurse. Period. All right. So yeah, that is my Nor News for this week. It's a little short. It's nothing too much to talk about. But um, yes, Curlfest was an interesting festival. I probably will definitely try to see if I can go back next year, see if the VIP experience is a little bit better than just the regular like general admission. You know, just to see. Trying to get more samples and everything of that nature. But 
all in all, I had like a had an okay time for like the um the time that I was there. But yeah, um so yeah. Like I said, I do I know <laughs> I'm trying not to say sorry all the time, but I do apologize because I know my energy is normally a lot more hype and like rah rah rah, but um at least on a podcast, not like in general. But um yeah, I don't know. I think that um placement exam kind of like put me into like a mood even though it happened like hours ago I don't know like for me like when I like fail something I'm not I don't I tend to dwell on it I'll be honest like I'm not even gonna sit here and bullshit I do tend to dwell on like fuck like I was supposed to get that but that's me just putting these unrealistic expectations of myself because the point of a placer exam is just to see where your test for like your skills and mind you I haven't taken a math course in about almost three years and the fact that I was off by like a couple of points I don't know why the fuck I'm being so fucking hard on myself like I'm being super 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 hard on myself because that's just that's just what I'm used to. I'm just like, you know what? If you don't get the first time, something's fucking wrong with you. Even though there's nothing wrong with me. Like, I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt. I don't look into the situation and be like, hey, like, the fact that you haven't taken a math course in almost three years and you almost made it to that threshold, like, that's something to be proud of. And I was shocked at the stuff that I still did remember. And it was easier than what I thought it would be because... I was studying for like a certain level math and turns out the stuff that I needed to refresh on was, you know, was like a lower level math, which was weird, like the basics. But yeah, it's one of the things where I, I'm just working actively to not harp on the shit that's like not in my control. What's in my control is me like studying to retake the test, you know, um, taking my time on the test and just doing the best I can. What's outside of my control is like the scoring. You know what I'm saying? Like the scoring is not in my control. And if for some reason I need to take like a developmental math for some reason just to get back into a certain math class, then fuck it. Then that's just what we have to do. Because the goal at the end of the day is to graduate. Now, my goal when I transferred, like my goal is to be out of my school by May 2021st like that's like the year and month like I'm sticking to like I want to be a spring graduate in 2021 but at the same time you know life has its own little razzle dazzle and sometimes the bitch sneaks up on you but oh girl remember how you said you wanted this detour you know (laughs) some things happen but I'm just keeping a positive attitude and just being like hey shit happens but you know, you can feel a type of way today, but tomorrow, drop it, you know, study for your exam, and then we move forward. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not defined by, like, a test number score. This doesn't mean I'm not smart. It just means you may just need a little bit more help in one subject area. And I have to keep reminding myself that you are not defined by your academics. Because a lot of you don't know, like, I used to use my academics as, like, a way to just, like, hide myself. I was, like, Yo, if I am, if I'm like super fucking smart, nobody will see the fact that I'm depressed or nobody will make fun of my weight because instead of like the time that they would use be calling me fat, they would be used to tell me that I'm smart. Like I used to think like that because I use my academics as a defense mechanism or think like, oh, like if I took five and six AP classes, I'm really impressive to like these institutions, but I'm over here stressing myself out and I didn't even pass a fucking AP test back in high school. Or if I'm like, oh, if I took on two extracurriculars that I can't handle, but it's going to look good. I was all about what is looking good and what doesn't like, oh, calm down. I was really stressed about like what looks good and what doesn't feel good. What the fuck? Doesn't even make sense. What doesn't look good? I was worried about what looks good instead of what feels good. There we go. Words. I have them. Period. (laughs) But yeah, I was just, I'm always just sometimes focused on like, what does it look like? But then I'm realizing like, fuck what it looks like. How does it feel? Because on the outside, it can look like rainbows and sunshine. But if on the inside, if it feels like a damn 
black dirt. Like, what the fuck? Does, why are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? Like, Rome was not built in the day, and Erica Renee Johnson isn't built in a day or, like, an hour taking a placement exam. Like, I am multifaceted. I have many attributes to me in knowing that I am worth more than what a piece of paper says that I'm worth, you know? And I feel like a lot of times we... Well, actually, I'm not going to speak for other people. I'm going to speak for myself, to be fair. (sighs) For a long time, like... I just thought that my grades were everything. I felt like my personality was encapsulated with my academics. And if I didn't have academics, I didn't have anything. Like trying to be the first person to finish a spring break packet on the first night so that way I can have the rest of the night to relax or bringing homework to like a family and friends function without actually enjoying my time or taking on extra extracurriculars that made it look like I had my stuff together even though when I go home I was crying like sobbing stressing out but I wanted it to look good because that's what I thought that everybody wanted I kept trying to compare myself to the valedictorians that were in my school because I was like oh they're able to make 4.5s, but I'm over here making a 3.5. And mind you, making a 3.5 is amazing. That's still a bomb-ass GPA. Is it a 4.5? No, but it's still a 3.5, you know? And sometimes I used to beat myself up, like, oh, if I wasn't making A's and B's, then I was fucking trash. Like, I used to literally dog the shit out of myself like you stupid bitch like what the fuck you had one job and that was to do well and you couldn't do that so what do you have now like that's literally how I used to talk to myself and I look back and I'm like why was I so harsh on myself like why like why like why was I so harsh like what was the purpose like what was the purpose and it's like I just really just had to learn how to get out of my own way which brings me to this week's unwrap and unpack segment i'm titling this get the fuck out the way you've heard that right this this week's episode is called get the fuck out the way and that is essentially telling yourself like having a conversation with yourself to be like yo why are you in your own way get the fuck like what's come on Yeah, it's like, come on now, like, get the fuck out the way so you can be great. (laughs) And I literally had to say that to myself, like, these last, like, couple of months, really this, like, last year, just say, like, look, Erica, you're great. I love you. But move. Get the fuck out of your own, get the fuck out of the way so you can be great. Because when you realize that you're the only person who's stopping you from being amazing, that's where shit just gets real you're like oh fuck like it's me because this trust me it's so easy to blame other people like yeah my mom's the reason why i'm not this my dad's the reason i'm not this my friends my co-workers my my boss my everything like my fucking church member my fuck oh i should probably shouldn't say it like church and fucking the same sentence but fuck it sorry but it's like you know what i'm saying like it's so easy to say, like, this person did this or that situation did that. But when you actually have to look within and just be like, hmm, I think I know the bitch who's actually in the way. And it's me. And I can say that with confidence now that I've been in my way my entire life. No matter what happens to me in life, I've been the person who's been in my own way. I've been, yeah, I've just been in my own way. And it's really hard to sit here and to say that because sometimes it's it's really hard to swallow that pill. Just be like, yo, Erica, like you've been the person who's been in your way. Like the only person who's stopping you from being great is you. Like it's all it's always been you. And sometimes that's really hard to fucking hear because not a lot of people like to take accountability. And trust me, taking accountability is hard Sometimes it can feel like embarrassing depending on what the situation is because nobody wants to really hear the truth. Like, I feel like 
as people, we love the idea of the truth, but when it's actually like in our face and has to be applied, that's when the shit gets real. And you're like, oh, so that can we like do a rain check, <laughs> you know, like, but you can't, you can only do so many rain checks until you actually have to like buy something or in this case, we actually have to confront your bullshit. So yeah, you just got to get the fuck out of your own way. And I say this, this is mainly, I'm talking to myself at this point, right? I am the first person to be very hypercritical of myself. I overthink every shit and ass thing that comes to mind. I doubt myself before I even give myself the opportunity to flourish. Like I'm always thinking for other people in a way about me. Like I was like, oh, like, you know what? You're probably, I, I probably don't even deserve that role, but thank you anyway for mentioning it. Like I pretty much just shot down my own opportunity to get, let's say for example, like a promotion because I'm doubting my abilities because I'm anxious about trying something new. Like who does that? I.e. Erica Johnson does. Like, like I like, why, like, why do I do that? Like why? And I feel like a lot of times it just, I feel like it just stems from like the past, like I feel, cause in my mind, I feel like, Hey, if I shoot myself down, if I'm hypercritical, if I make fun of myself, if I'm self-deprecating, it won't be as bad if somebody else does it. But I feel like if I beat them to the punch, it'll be better. You know, if I call myself like, if I call, if I call myself like a fat, disgusting piece of shit, or if I call myself unworthy or if I tell myself I'm undeserving of love and kindness and all the great things in life that people deserve, then I won't feel as bad if somebody says it. If somebody else says it, I can just be like, haha, you're right. And they're not right. And I'm not right. You know, like nobody should have to feel that way, let alone say those things about themselves. And don't get me wrong, like, I've always loved self deprecating humor. Like, I always thought that shit was like, fucking amazing and I'll be honest even to this day it's like oh shit it's kind of funny but it comes a time where you kind of have to take a pause on that because self-deprecating humor is like a defense mechanism like I use my humor a lot to like crack jokes be like ha 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 like I wish I was like not here right now like eh. but that's not funny you know like that that's not funny to kind of always joke about yourself in those ways because that type of shit becomes true. Like what you say can manifest into like what you say about yourself can manifest into actually like what you become. And if I keep saying things like, oh, like I'm undeserving or like why, like what's my purpose, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm just like, I'm whack. I'm like boring. All that shit's going to just be my reality. And I don't want that vision to be my reality anymore. Anytime, like, I try, like, something new, I always shoot myself down, like, oh, shit, we're going to fucking fail, but you know what? You're, you're here now. Just go in. And it's like, why? I didn't even give myself the chance to, like, step into the room and really even try. Because in my mind, there's no options. It's either it's black or white. There's yes or no. But then I'm realizing through therapy that there's always a gray area or fuck it if you want to pull a razzle dazzle on if you want to be a turquoise area purple area fucking red area whatever like there's always another option than what we think sometimes and I think that's the scary part about life like we're already like predisposed to like what we know with like our what our parents say or what our teachers say and there's like oh you're either going to go to school for like 12 to 16 years, get a job, get a house, start a family, go on vacations every other year, and then you die and you pay bills. Like that's like the common, that's like the common shtick, you know? But a lot of people don't know like, hey, maybe you don't have to go to college. You could probably do a trade school and start your own business. Or you can just not go to school. You can just go straight to the workforce. Or you can just not do it all and you can just fucking hopefully get sponsorships and just go to Fiji. Like, there's so many different things we can do in life, but a lot of times we just don't look at the options because we just don't think they're real. A lot of times it's like, oh, like, because it's, un- it's scary. Like, the gray area is scary because there's no, 
like definite and my bad y'all the thing is with the gray area there's no definite answer like the thing is like yes or no like if things happen it's like yes you can do this or when no's happen it's like no you can't the gray listen it's possibilities galore like you don't know what's gonna happen I look at this podcast as a gray area because I didn't think it was possible. Like, I, in theory, I was like, hmm, granted, yes, like, I can get, I can get a computer, I can get a mic, use my headphones and record, but I didn't really think that I, like, Erica Renee Johnson can actually do this shit. Like, I'm doing something that I'm terrified of. It's weird because I'm terrified of it, but I'm proud of it because it's something new and I'm uncomfortable. But I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone so that way I can actually step out of my own way, i.e. get the fuck out the way. So this like, to me, this is like a weird gray area because I didn't know this was an option for me. I didn't know that I could take a break from school and focus on my mental health and then come back to it. I just thought, oh, fuck it. Like, once you're gone, you're gone. Nobody's going to want you. But that's not the case. I, sorry, y'all. I keep smacking this damn like, But that's not the case. Like, I didn't know that I could leave a one work environment that I didn't think that was serving me anymore. And then go to a new one that I thought was a lot better at the time. Well, still, like, still now. Like, it's one of the things where... I just didn't know that I had the option to do other things than what was a definite yes or a definite no. And I feel like a lot of times we as people, we're so quick to judge a gray area without just knowing that we can even try it, you know? And I just feel like, at least for me, I just, I'm so quick to stop myself from trying like something new come like hey like I I like definite answers I'm like yo can I do this or can I not but then on the flip side of me I'm you know that Aquarius energy I'm just kind of like you can't tell me what the fuck to do like what are you talking about like I want to see what's out there am I scared of what's out there hell yeah but at the same time like I want to know what's out there I'm scared of what's out there but I want to know what's out there you know what I'm saying it's like having FOMO but at the same time not knowing what you're like missing out on if that makes any sense but um but yeah like I just I just have to I just I really have to like literally push myself out the fucking way because I am like walking too slow on this sidewalk of life and I gotta get to my next destination like literally I can like I can see it now like I was talking to my therapist last week and I was telling her how you know growing up I've always had this like shield of protection around me like a like a guard like a kind of like a brick wall right and I don't like to let people into it I I don't like to let people into it because I feel like once you're in there like, you see the real me. Like, you see, like, the unedited, like, the raw, like, authentic part of myself that I don't even know that's there. And once you see that, anything can happen. Like, I'm at the most vulnerable state because you see me for who I am behind the brick wall. But I always thought, like, yo, like, if I, if I like, chip at the brick wall, if I, like, get you a little, like, you know, like, a little peak, like, a little peak door... You can still see me, but not all the way. And I kept kept people at a distance. I'm like, I like you as a person, but I'm keeping you a thousand feet away because I don't know your intentions. I'm very protective over myself and also people around me too. I am just like, "Mm -mm." like, what's your intention? Like, what you trying to do? Because you're not about to come over here with that bullshit and fuck up what I got going on. Even though I ain't had much going on, I just had to protect it. You know, I feel like in a way I'm trying to protect the little Erica who didn't have a lot of protecting growing up. And, you know, like when you have to sit back and like parent your inner child, it kind of fucks you up in a way, at least for me, because it's like, what does she need? Like, what does the eight year old Erica need to hear? What does the eight year old Erica need to look up to that I can be right now my adult age? Because like I said, I'm those you don't know, I am 22. I'll be 23 in February. But it's like, granted, 8 and 22, like, that's a 14-year difference, which is, like, not 
it's not a lot, but it's also like a still a big, a big gap, you know. It's like when you have to parent your little, your your inner child. You're like, yo, like, what am I trying to do? Like, what do you need right now? Like, do you need like love and attention? Do you need food, water? Like, what do you, what do you need right now? Do you need a hug? Like, what what is what do you need right now? And having to constantly like ask myself, like, what what do we need right now? Do we need to take a day off from work to focus on your mental health? Or do you need to speak up about a situation that you've been uncomfortable with for the past fucking two months that you've been letting stew, like that you've let stew over this time? Like, what is it that we need to uh, conquer today? And that's like the weird part about like growing up is having to know like having to learn like when and where to do things and how to do them like effectively and smart. It's it's a big challenge. And there's a lot of us who just don't know how to do that shit, which is fine. But at the same time, it's a matter of taking accountability like for your own self and just knowing that um you are solely in charge of yourself, you know? In life, there's going to be, society's going to tell us, like, what to do, who to talk to, like, what to say. But the one thing that we are in charge of is ourselves. Like, if, you know, and I say that term loosely because I know some people don't have, like, complete autonomy of their, of, like, their bodies and their beings. Whether that be something that's, like, mentally and emotionally not there or, like, physically and, you know, it's like a privilege to have autonomy over yourself because um, it's like, you, like you're in control. Like you make the decisions. You're the one who says, like, yes, we can do this. No, we can't. You know, for most people like my age, like, you don't have to really like listen to your parents as much. Of course, you know, depending on your relationship with your parents, if you if you know, if you have them or your guardians or whoever you kind of look to as family, let's let's just do that. Like, you don't have to listen to them, like, as much. You still listen to them, like, hey, yeah, you know, love you. You know, take the trash out, you know, pay a bill, do, do what you need to do. But it's, like, you don't have to be, like, oh, my God, like, what is my mom going to say if I'm out at 4 a.m.? She's not going to say shit. It's going to be, like, all right, just text me. Let me know you're safe. And go about your day. You're, like, oh, shit. I make those decisions. I'm, like, why can I talk? Like... I make those decisions now. I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about other people or like, like what my mom's doing, what friends are doing. Like, nope, you just got to worry about yourself. And in the process, get the fuck out of your own way. And it's really hard to just sit down and just come to terms with what you need to actually shift and move around in your life in order to get to that next step. Because like for me, I have no idea. I keep telling myself, like, you know, tell you know, I talk to, like, God and, like, the universe and be like, yo, like, universe, God, like, give me a sign that helps me, like, shift my current thought process to a different narrative. Like, present me with these different options. Like, show me people. Show me signs. Like, give, like, give me anything to help me gauge where I need to go next. Because oh, I'm a firm believer that there's nothing... Like, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I'm a firm believer that there's, like, nothing that... This is just too much. I'm sorry. I'm a firm believer that we are in the right place at the right time, in the right moment, and nothing is, like, like coincidental. Like, it's, it's here. It's present. It's there. You know, it's one of the things where we are in charge of our own destinies. And sometimes like we need sometimes we need a little push. Some need a little push more than others. Like I.E. me. Um, sorry, E.G. I forgot. E.G. is exemplar. God, I remember that from 12th grade. But um, but yeah, like I I just be needing help. And a lot of times I just don't ask for help as much as I should because I feel embarrassed. Sometimes I don't want to bother people because I just feel like, oh, um, 
I don't wanna I don't wanna bother you. I'm so sorry. I I'm I'm being annoying. And I'm not being annoying just for asking for help because a part of asking for help is helping you like get to the next step. Because sometimes there are some people who know a lot more than me and I can't always just rely on myself in regards to knowledge and stuff. Like I have to, you know, ask other people for help so that way I can get to the next step. So I say all this in this rambly segment, which I do apologize like, just take the time to kind of take accountability for your own self before you point the finger at other people and just ask yourself, like, hey, like, what is it that I'm doing in my life that is preventing me from doing X, Y, and Z? You know, like, for example, if I say, like, hey, like, I want to be a successful podcaster who goes to New York, who's going to move to New York, right? I know for me, like, like for those of you who know me, like, I, I since I was eight years old, I said, I'm going to move to New York one day. Like, that is, like, that is the place I want to go. Like, granted, you know, like, the, the my friends from New York are like, you really want to go to New York? It's dirty. It's grimy. Like, the MTA scams you. I'm like, listen, to me, all that shit's beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, New York is all, like, rainbows and sunshine, but... Whatever is supposed, to, whatever is in New York is supposed to be in my life. And every time I go to New York, I always get like this clear vision of like, yes, like this is what I'm supposed to do. This is where I'm supposed to be. And this is my moment. Like New York is just one of those places, at least in my life, that has been one of the most like impactful. Like I've had the most beautiful experiences like in New York City. I've met the most amazing pe- people from the city and they've always had such like an impact on my life. And I just feel like whatever I do in life is going to lead me to move to New York City. Um, and I haven't felt that way in a long, about like a lot of places. Like at first, like in high school, I was kind of like on like the LA thing, but like something in me just snapped back. I was like, nah, it's going to be like New York City. Like I have dreams about New York City. I have like maps, like just to go like, yo, need to do that. So like, what does Erica need to do to get to New York City and to be a successful if not even podcast or just a successful person in that city right so right now um just to speak on this present moment erica needs to work on taking care of herself wholeheartedly and that's not like outside of like the whole yeah like eat right like you know exercise and like you know and you know say meditate and all that but outside of all of that like how are we thinking about ourselves how are we, like, asking for help when we need it? Are we taking our medication when we need to? Because that's, like I said last time, I struggle with taking medication consistently because I'll be good and Danny for, like, two weeks. I'm like, oh, yeah, looking good. It's great. Everything's working out fine. And then I go into a depressive episode. And I'll just put, like, a quick trigger warning that, you know, a quick trigger warning that sometimes I just want to end my life. And I don't want to be in that constant like up and down battle but I do know that is a part of bipolar disorder too like at least in my case like I have more depressive episodes than I do high ones like you know sometimes like it feels good to be manic but at the same time it doesn't feel good to be manic and just having to tell myself like yo like what is it that we got to do right now to stay present like who do we need to talk to to keep you grounded like do you need to reach out to a friend do you need to take some time off of work to like focus on yourself? Do you need to take less classes? Like, what do you need to do to focus on keeping you to be like the healthiest person you need to be right now? And right now, that looks like taking my medication cons- consistently, you know, working on my eating habits, like going to therapy every week, finishing out school so I can get my bachelor's in psychology, working on my finances so I can get a savings for New York, you know, working on my credit trying to build like you know trying to build like wealth like try to like I don't know Debbie more into like investments like what are like these are like the small things I need to do to keep me like prepared for New York because I'm like like I said like New York is not an easy city it's a tough ass city like you can either make New York work for you or you going or New York is going to make something work for you and not so much and always in a positive way like 
I want to be New York's bitch, pretty much. But if, you know, there's going to be times where, like, New York is going to be like, oh, sis, you fucking tried that because it's, it's that type of city. They did that over this weekend. MTA fucking ate 20 of my, do- like, $20. But I was like, oh, no, sis. We skipping these terminals because fuck you. You ain't going to be stealing my money and talking about some, like, oh, I'm just going to take your money. And I'm talking to the MTA lady, and she's like, you got to mail them off to them. That's not a valid reason for you to send your money back. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So, you know, shit like that. Getting almost hit by a car, you know, even though I have the right away. Like, New York be trying to take you the fuck out, but you know what, bitch? I am here. I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm, like, ready. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not trying to have New York me. I'm not trying to have New York bitch me out. Like, I'm just not trying to have that. But in all seriousness, like, those are, like, the small things that I need to do to, like, make it to that point in my life where I can, like, move to New York, like, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because I feel like moving should be, like... Moving should be, like, a process that is, like, a spiritual as well as, like, physical part of your life. And to know, like, if I'm going to... I want to move to New York. I don't want to escape to New York. Because if you're escaping from something, it's going to follow you. And a lot of people do that. Like, you know, like, oh, like, I want to, like, move to this country because I don't want to deal with, like, a best friend that's been drama. Like, okay, cool. Like, you go to that city... But then, shit, there's another situation that comes up right in that city that, you know, shows that moment with you and your best friend having that tiff and you not working it out. So it's going to, like, life is going to challenge you, like, in different aspects. But any type of, like, transition, you want to move and not escape to it. So that's just, you know, a little, a little preaching moment in regards to New York. But anyway... I say all this to say, like, there are levels in order to get to where I want to be. And I know that that's not always going to be an overnight thing. And I have to be okay with that, even though I am, like, nervous about it. I'm probably going to edit that entire section out because I do not like how that sounded at all. But what I am going to say is, to wrap that all up, um, just... Just just get out of your own way because once you once you learn to take accountability for your own actions, everything else in your life is gonna start following suit is gonna follow suit. Like this like for example, I go back to this podcast because this is kind of like my little testimony in a way. Like I had this idea back in November 2017. I was talking to my girl Adriel and we were just in the room and I was like yo like I kind of want to start a podcast because I love the sound of podcasts I just love the I want to get into editing and I wanted to kind of take on a creative field that's like outside of myself that's not so like in your face like YouTube but it's not so centered like a TV or anything like that it's like yo I can be you know I can be, you know, when I'm a podcast, I don't have anybody to, like, look at. And it's just, like, I don't have to worry so much about, like, the pressure. I mean, granted, depending on if this show, like, gets traction, then I'll have to worry about, like, not even so much worry. Like, be aware. There we go. We're going to be aware about um, the responses and feedback that I get from, like, listeners tuning in. But at the same time, to have that to have this podcast be a thought back in like November 2017 to me like not even wanting to like do a podcast last year I was like nah like I'm not good out for it like I like I'm not doing it it's not cool enough to actually go to like the end of the year last year and buying my like MacBook you know like using my own money to like buy that shit to save up money to get, like, a microphone using, at the time, like, the headphones that I had. Like, literally all this stuff in this podcast, like, financially, like, I put towards myself. Like, I saved up for it and bought it. Like, nobody helped me out financially with this podcast. Like, I put all, like, the investment tools into it. Now, I will say, um, outside of, like, finances, like, there's been a lot of, like, support behind the podcast so I don't want to say like I did all this shit myself and I'm here no 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 because if there weren't for like certain amount of people in my life to help me out with this podcast 
wouldn't you wouldn't be hearing my voice right now. So let's I'm just gonna clear that up. But yeah, just to have me like kind of like buying equipment the end of last year to early this year to recording the like my episode back in February to actually producing my stuff in July. It's just like it's wild to me how life is like a full like it's like a completely like, 180 to like to have an idea and to actually follow through with the execution is still wild to me. And I feel like doing this show every week has shown me that you can do whatever the fuck you want if you just move the fuck out of the way. Like even if you just two step to the right, like you can cre- you can create greatness and you just don't know it yet. So I use this as my motivator to be like if you can do this, something you were terrified of. And granted, you know, you all may be like, "Girl, all you're doing is just talking behind a screen and doing a little editing and this tool and like plugging up a mic and you just talking but I'm putting my life on a public platform like I'm sharing with you the most authentic parts of myself because I feel like they're important and they are part of who I am and to do this every week and to be consistent at that is a hard thing you know like for me I'm real quick to be like, oh, yeah, I want to do this, and then I don't do it. You know, like, I talk an amazing game, but the action and the execution is what fails, and that's what always gets me. Like, I'll have like, these grandiose ideas. They'll be great, but the execution is what always fails because I don't follow through on it. And if I do if I do it, let's say, like, one time, I'm bored, and then, my, you know, I want to do something else. Nothing is ever, like, consistent, like, on and on and on again. It's just, like... Uh, yeah, like, I want to do it. And then, like, eh, we'll see what I feel like. But, no, like, I'm pushing myself to keep doing something that's uncomfortable. Like, this podcast is uncomfortable, but I do it because I like it. Am I terrified coming on a mic every week? Fuck yes. But do, but am I learning new things? Am I teaching myself how to be consistent? Am I learning new tools? Hell yeah. And I like it. And I this is something that I'm doing outside of working. Because I feel like when I come on here, I don't have to think as much. Like, granted, I still overthink a little bit. I'm like, oh, like, are people going to like this? Blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, like, this is my fucking show. And this is this is about... This This whole space is about me. So I'm, I, I'm taking up space because I feel like I deserve it. And it's okay to do that. And I'm giving myself permission to take up space... And to talk my piece. So, so yeah. It's it's just weird to just see, like, what a thought could be to what your reality can become if you just actually just do it. And a lot of people don't know, before this podcast was live, like, on iTunes, this shit got, like, rejected three times with iTunes because for those of you who either have a podcast or who are thinking about creating one, um, when you start when it iTunes requires you to pretty much, they require you to validate what is called like an RSS feed, which is a link to like a host website to where you have all your shit. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. So we have all your podcast lists. So I have all my podcasts, like all my episodes in SoundCloud, right? And of course, I like go on other platforms, but my main host site is SoundCloud. So I kept getting rejected like these times. They're like, sorry, this doesn't go through. And I was devastated because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is like, I can't do it. Like, what? I submitted something that's not working. Try it again. Mind you, and this time I wasn't asking for help. It says, contact us if you have problems. I was like, oh, fuck no. Like, iTunes is tripping. Like, I'm going to submit that shit again. Didn't work. The third time didn't do that shit again like it didn't do that shit again i'm like all right erica three times it said no so what are you what are you doing what are you not what are you not doing so i looked over to the right of the screen that said the contact us button i clicked on it i typed in my rss feed you know sent my little piece i was like hey just wanted to know why my shit was rejected. Of course, not like that. But it's like, hey, just wanted to know why my podcast was rejected. And then iTunes, you know, they respond to me like, hey, like, 
in your podcast, you want to make sure that you update your bio in SoundCloud so people know where to like tune in, know more about you, as well as um, uh, insert these certain codes because they validate like the feed based on like these certain like codes they have to look up. It's very like HTML, CSS, computer shit. I don't know. But that's how they pretty much like validate the podcast. And those are the two things that I just needed to do was to update a fucking bio in SoundCloud and to put those codes that they provided for me. So if I would have just gotten out of my own way the first time they rejected me and actually asked for help, I could have had this podcast up maybe like a week or two prior than when it like launched. Granted, it doesn't really matter like when I released it, but at the same time, it's like if I would have just took the time to ask for help, I could have had... I could have had this resolved sooner instead of like keep disappointing myself over and over again because I just think like no there's like no way like it didn't happen the way I went to what I don't understand because I didn't ask for fucking help so once again I had to just get the fuck out of the way so I can do that and I just don't understand like why I'm so fucking hard-headed sometimes it's like girl it literally says contact us ho contact us ho if you have a problem and you seem to have a problem. You didn't contact us. So that's why we keep rejecting your shit. But, you know, I'm going to learn. I'm learning. You know, I'm learning to also, like, be gentle with myself as well. Um, because, you know, I am human. And humans are made of flaws. And I accept all of mine. So, yeah. So, once again, y'all. Just get the fuck out the way. Get the fuck out of your own way. And just do what you need to do. And we are all learning. And I said, you know, I'm talking to you all, but I'm really talking to myself. Like I say, in every episode, this podcast, as much as I like talk to you all about certain things in life, I talking to myself. Like, this is one of the things where I have to just be honest, because if I'm not honest with myself, I can't be honest with anybody else. So, yeah, just get the fuck out the way. Alrighty, I have unwrapped and unpacked a lot. I got a lots of editing to do with this, but you know what? It's cool. It is cool. <sighs> so I've been talking for some time. And I actually wanted to talk to you about a really interesting topic for my oh really now segment. And for those of you who tuned in last week, the Oh Really Now segment is a time at the end of the show where I just pretty much unleash like any type of, I just kind of rant, I'll be honest. I just, I'll rant on either situations of people who either tried it or people who tried me. This week, somebody's trying it, not me, but I'm going to talk about it. So... I'm going to pull up this shenanigans because y'all, when I tell y'all, like, people have been, like, I don't know what they're smoking in the streets, but baby, listen, they, they're, they're, they're walling out. They're walling. Um... Oops, sorry. This is not the one. Oh, it was. I it this. I found you, <laughs> y'all. Okay. So in this week's oh really now segment, I I really don't understand rich people. Like I just feel like poor people. We need to unite and just eat the rich because they don't make any fucking sense to me they don't make any sense to me I'm confused I I don't understand like I am confusion like I just don't understand so hear me out I'm sorry not hear me out listen closely to what I'm about to read for this title it says college financial aid loophole wealthy parents transfer guardianship of their teens to get aid. I'm going to say that one more time for the folks in the back. College financial aid loophole. 
wealthy parents transfer guardianship of their teens to get aid and aid financial aid not the help that they need but financial aid <sighs> y'all y'all i don't i don't understand rich people like i really like i really want to understand the concept of like being rich but i just Sometimes I'm just like, y'all are dumb. Y'all are really fucking dumb. And the fact that a parent would release guardianship to a damn of their fucking child at that. They would release guardianship of their children to a family friend or their parents so that way they can get financial aid is mind blowing to me. My my whole thing is if you if you if you make let's say you make fifty million a year. Why is your child and then and then you support your child financially and you know you want them to go to these schools and get all these accolades rah 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 great that's amazing can't wait for the Christmas postcard. But why is it that your child? Why is it that you are releasing guardianship of your child so they can get financial aid? I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. I didn't know you can literally give up guardianship to have your child get financial aid. So you mean to tell me you make $50 million a year. Once again, this is hypothetical. $50 million a year, but you can't pay a a $20,000 a year um tuition if you make 50 million dollars a year so you mean to tell me your child is applying for financial aid that a person from like a lower income area can't afford like i mean they can't get now because your wealthy ass is so greedy that you would have your child like you would relinquish guardianship of your child and hear this y'all they claim, they only claim, like, the student's income. So let's say, like, their child has a summer job and they only made, like, $4,200 that summer. They will put that on their damn FAFSA information, and then that's what the school will go by to give them aid. So meanwhile, this child now has almost a damn near full scholarship to go to their institutions, but their parents still financially can pay for them. I don't understand that. I do not understand that. Because you mean to tell me you just took an opportunity away from somebody who really fucking needs the money to have equity in your home. And the reason why I say equity in your home, because I'm reading this article, and it's on from the Wall Street Journal, that this parent relinquished guardianship of their daughter um, of their daughter to, I think, a family friend so that way they can have more equity in their home. So you're pretty much saying, fuck your kid, I, I really want to have more value in my home. Like, that is more important to me than me being able to, I don't know, like, be a decent human being and raise my child. That's what you're saying. You're pretty much saying, like, your home, which is, like, fucking bricks and sticks, is more important than your fucking child. And the fact that you would go through beyond and just ridiculous measures to relinquish guardianship so that way they can get aid that they don't need for you to have more equity in your fucking vacation home is beyond me. Like, rich people are so fucking grimy. Like, rich people will read a poor person down to the bone about how you guys are lazy, you're unethical, like you don't do shit. Why do you why should we be like taxed just so you can sit on your ass and have babies and use food stamps to get whatever you want? And why is it that you guys should have access to health care and shit like that if you're just gonna be working off of our backs? Blah 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 blah. Like you're you're saying all this shit. But look what you're doing. Like, who's actually the poor person in this case? Because the fact that you would say, fuck your kid, I really want more value in my vacation home. 
like something's going on upstairs and upstairs I'm talking about like your mind right now and it's not clicking the fact that you have access to probably the world's best therapist you need to get one because I'm really like I'm really fucking concerned because like you like because money does change people but like when you start lacking common sense it it like it scares me because the thing is as somebody who is not rich I didn't even know that was a fucking thing granted like my mom she doesn't make like a bajillion dollars but like growing up before she retired she made like a pretty okay ish living and I couldn't get shit from fast food I couldn't get shit so I can only imagine like what somebody like who whose parents make like 50 million dollars can make unless they're going like on scholarship but i'm just like i just don't understand like why would you take the opportunity from somebody who really needs the money to like feed your ego oh i'm sorry in this case like your vacation home like you're so like you're so obsessed with keeping value in things that don't fucking matter what if the bitch burns down tomorrow but right, you don't have legal guardianship of your child anymore. But you know, you have your vacation home. Like, I don't I don't get that. Like that is so fucking wild to me. Like that is so wild. Like I just I just don't I don't understand. I think this happened even in like Chicago. Like this is a scam. Like this is a fucking scam. And did y'all not learn from Lori Laughlin? She's still in a legal case. Like, and for those of you who don't know about that college scandal with that college recruiter who pretty much, like, paid, like, parents were paying them, paying him, I forgot his name, but he was paying this guy to pretty much pat, like, test results and extracurriculars on these applications to get their child into these fancy institutions, like, for example, like, USC. And this happened a couple of months ago, and the fact that, like, y'all don't learn just really lets me know that y'all really need help like I don't really say this about like people like I feel like it's rude but in this case y'all are dumb y'all are dumb and I just don't understand like why would you do that like what's the purpose like you will rich people will like go through any measures to stay rich if it compromises their morale I don't understand that Like, money is not worth... Don't get me wrong. Money does help in a lot of areas. I'm not going to fucking lie. A lot of people say, like, oh, like, money doesn't matter. It's about happiness. Yeah, but at the same time, I would rather be happy knowing that I can pay my Pepco bill on time than crying that I can't and I'm in the dark with a fucking candle lit. Like, come on now. Like, if we're going to be honest right now, like, money helps in so many different ways that we can't even think of. But... To let money get to the point where it just oversees everything in your life and you would give up pretty much your fucking child, in a sense, in order to have equity in a vacation home, that's just like, something's not clicking. Like, what's not clicking? Like, I'm confused. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what did you gain from that outside of the equity in your home? Like, oh, great. You can't, like, you couldn't have both. Like, you don't think about other people. Like, I mean, I guess if you're rich, you don't have to think about other people because it doesn't affect you. But I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I guess it is the privilege of being rich. Like, you can be so rich to the point where you just don't have to think about your impact on other people. Because rich people have a lot of fucking impact in this world. Like, the 2% in this damn country, they have a lot to do. But the way how society is formed and shaped, whether they want to believe it or not and get into their thick fucking skulls and they can fucking bitch me out about like going to Starbucks is the reason why you're not a million. They can do that shit all they want to. But at the end of the day, I'm not the problem. Y'all are like your viewpoints, your thought processes are whack, bro. Like get your shit together. Like I would never I would I could not like I couldn't go to sleep at night knowing that I took an opportunity from somebody who truly deserved it. 
Like, the fact that there's, like, a kid who's probably, like, busting their ass to, like, get into that institution who really, really fucking needs the money. Like, their parents are working two jobs. Like, they're working a job while still trying to be a kid, trying to provide for their family, whatever the case may be. And the fact that rich people just scam the system. They're just like, oh, well, you know, you gotta stay rich, so fuck them. Like, damn. Like, damn. That's, that's that's all I can say is damn. I just... I just... I can't. Like, I like I can't. Like, I'm unable to can and I cannot right now. Like, that's where I'm at. I just... I don't know. I just... I don't... I don't know. Because I'm just... I'm confused. I don't... I don't know what the ammo is. I just, I, y'all can see I'm at a loss of words. I just, I just can't. I can't. I cannot. I cannot right now. Once again, unable to can, I cannot right now. But, anywho. Because, <laughs> anywho. Because, I just. I don't know, y'all. As people who are not rich, I just said we band. We just, you know, we just band together and eat the rich. Except for Beyonce. We just, we don't eat Beyonce. Everybody else, we just eat everybody else. Just fucking gobble them all up. Because they wild as shit. Just, just hashtag eat the rich. Except for Beyonce. That's, that's pretty much it. But anywho, <laughs> this wraps up another episode of Head Wraps and Headaches. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I do apologize for like the somber like kind of vibe, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to let my you know emotions process and let it do what it do. Um, if you have any questions, please, 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 please email the show Head Wraps and Headaches Pod. That is head wraps, H-E-A-D, R, whoa, I can spell, (laughs) I can spell y'all, I swear, H-E-A-D, W-R-A-P-S, and A-N-D, headaches, H-E-A-D-A-C-H-E-S, pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. I know the email's long as shit, I may change it, I don't know yet. But, yes, please email your questions to headwrapsandheadachespod at gmail.com. I really want to know, like, how do you all, how are you, like, in your own way? So, I'm going to also access on Instagram and possibly Twitter. How are you all in your own way? And in what ways can you get out of your own way? Alrighty, thanks again. Bye!